You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. And yes, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, known as the Podcasting Queen. Now, this particular show is episode 22, and it follows on from an episode that I did on my own where I was talking about powerful, bold goals. And you can go back and listen to that show in episode 20. So annemariecross.com forward slash two zero. And while you're there, you can also download the powerful, bold goal template so that you can write down what you want to work on and focus on in the next, say, 30 days or 90 days, and then even the next year. So that's a really great show for you to listen to. Then in this particular show, I'm going to talk about the Distraction Buster Blueprint. And it follows on from episode 20 when we're talking about our powerful, bold goals, but it follows on because opportunities will come to us. We'll cross our path. We'll have opportunities to do collaborations, opportunities to speak, opportunities to do lots of different things in our business. However, the opportunity may not necessarily be the best opportunity for us. So I want to talk today through the seven key questions that you want to ask yourself, which are in the blueprint to ensure that the opportunity in front of you, it's focused and it's going to get you towards your powerful, bold goal that you're working towards or if not, that it's that opportunity you can park to the side for another day, or maybe it's not an opportunity that you want to uh, to take on board at all for your business because you know that it's a distraction. Let me give you an example. Many, many years ago when I started my very first podcast, a colleague and I, my co-host and I, were using social media or the tools. There were limited tools if you compare it to the tools we have at our disposal today. But the limited tools that we did use really helped us amplify our message. And a lot of the colleagues in the various business networking groups that I was a member of would see me using a lot of these tools. And I was often listed, you know, in the top influential women, this was many years ago, who were using social media and getting their message out. And so often I would get requests to speak, speak at networking events, speak at workshops to share how I was doing that. Inadvertently at that time, I didn't realize that by doing so, because of course I said yes. You know, if I was able to share knowledge and experience and help others amplify their message and getting it out there through using various social media tools, then of course that I would be happy to do that. However, looking back, I realized that that wasn't the best 
choice for me. It was a distraction because what it did was it watered down my message. It watered down my positioning in the marketplace. And I soon became known as that go-to person for social media. And that was not what I wanted to position myself as because I started to get opportunity. You know, people would say to me, can you work with us? Can you help us do our social media? And that was not where I was focusing my business. My business was all around personal branding, getting noticed, getting hired, getting paid what you're worth for entrepreneurs and of course executives too in the career space because many of you know if you've been listening for a while my background is in in the career industry working as a personal branding strategist and then of course I transitioned to working with entrepreneurs to help them get noticed hired and paid what they're worth in their consulting and coaching practices now one of the reasons that I'm sharing this with you today is because there, again, many of you might be multi-talented as, as I recognize and, and can relate to. And sometimes the way that we position ourselves and what we say yes to these opportunities does not continue to build our reputation as that thought leader. And many of you want to become industry thought leaders. You want to become known as an authority in your field. Now, what I could have done is slightly tweet the message and bringing it back to the fact that you know by leveraging social media not only were you able to get noticed get hired get paid what you're worth but you would also be able to build reach build visibility on a far greater scale than if you were just relying on some of the traditional methods of you know marketing your message which still work which is still fantastic however at that time and I'm talking about 10 years ago you know between 8 to 10 years ago a lot of the ways that we marketed back then was either using traditional media so radio tv and print or networking word of mouth which we know is still works really well today so I want to encourage you to listen to this particular show then go to the show notes annemariecross.com forward slash two two and there will be a the blueprint itself so you can download that and then keep it handy so anytime you get an opportunity uh, you just have to refer go through these questions and then see whether or not it's an opportunity you can say yes to right now maybe later or maybe you just need to refer it on to one of your colleagues or business owners that you have an alliance with because it's better suited for them now before we dive in there just a quick shout out to Carrie Ann Nelson. Carrie Ann happened to shout out to me recently when International Podcast Day was held and people celebrated from all over the world. That was just this last Monday, September 30th. And she mentioned that, you know, she loved our show and uh, she did a shout out. So I want to do a shout out back to Carrie Ann Nelson. She's actually been a guest on the Christian Entrepreneur Show and she is just up to some incredible things. Now, if you are in business and you're finding that you are overwhelmed by everything that you need to do nothing it seems streamlined you're reinventing the wheel all of the time then Carrie Ann is your gal what she helps you do is create winning workplaces through refining your processes so really mapping out the steps that you take to get things done she helps you document them she helps you really get everything in place so that you can start to scale your business whether that means hiring your first part-time staff member 
or getting someone that you contract on a as needed basis to help share the load. But you know, one of the things that we need to do as business owners and get is get out of our head all of the things that we know and do step by step by step so that we can document it, create a, a process that is streamlined, that works well, helps us with our productivity. Carrie Ann will help you do that because I know for many entrepreneurs, this is something that they struggle with. So uh, to reach out to Carrie Ann, all you need to do is go to kerryannnelson.com and with an E, so K E dot So thanks once again, Kerry, for shouting out. And it gives me an honor and pleasure because I know your work and I love what you do. And so it's an absolute pleasure for me to shout right on back to you. Now let's get on to the show. Distraction Buster Blueprint. Let's get these distractions busted so that we can focus building momentum forward towards our goals. Now, I created this back in 2012 because of the fact that I noticed that I would easily get distracted, distracted by opportunities, distracted by shiny bright objects, and it really stopped me from focusing on that one thing that I knew would drive me forward. And I tell you what, there's something that I often will struggle with. So even just this week, I went through through this particular blueprint to help me decide whether an opportunity was aligned for me and whether I should do something right now in in that area and my decision was no. So let's get started in these seven key questions. Now every single question that you need to ask yourself, I've given a label, I've given a word and they all end with illities. It's the whole illities and I, I sometimes like doing things like that. It helps me to remember those things. But let me run through what each of those are and then we'll dive a little bit deeper into the question so that you can start working through the process. And now remember, you can go to annemariecross.com forward slash tutu and download the blueprint. So the first step is applicability. The second is attainability. The third, credibility. The fourth, visibility. The fifth, profitability. The sixth, leverageability. And the seventh, pleasurability. All right, let's dive into the first question and step, which is applicability. And this is why I mentioned to you, go back and listen to episode 20, powerful business goal, because applicability, the question is, is it aligned with your powerful, bold goal or business goal? Now, whether you've set yourself a 30-day goal or a 90-day goal, or if this is longer term in your 12-month goal, then if you can't answer yes, then I would recommend that you don't take on this project, that you don't say yes to this project because it's going to be a distraction. Now, one of the things that I know to be true is that if I'm not setting goals and if I don't have a north, like this is what I'm at aiming towards, and I go off in all sorts of different distractions, not only am I wearing myself thin, again, as I mentioned earlier, it could distract and derail you from the message that you want to continue to create. And as someone who is aspiring to be a thought leader, by taking on too many projects, that's going to weaken your message, that's going to weaken your energy, especially if you're a solopreneur and have only got a small amount of team to support you, you want to make remain focused. And I think this is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned after interviewing thousands of entrepreneurs and business owners who have developed multi-six and multi-seven and even eight-figure businesses. Their one thing is their one thing, and they continue moving forward 
forward on that one thing. Now, for many of you who are multifaceted and who love different projects, your one thing can still be your one thing and then you can include different projects in that particular area and opportunities, but it's still directing you to that one powerful, bold goal. For instance, for me, one of my goals at the moment is to showcase and run through my profitable podcasting intensive. And you would have heard me speak about that in last, you know, in last week's episode. And so I'm in the process of promoting that through Facebook. I'm in the process of, you know, nurturing the people who are joining me in that. I'm really focusing on that. And so any other opportunity at this particular time, unless it continues to help me build momentum toward that goal, then it's a distraction and it's something that I should say no to. So applicability, is it aligned with your powerful, bold goal? Now, if you don't have a goal, then you need to go back and listen to episode 20 and get something down on paper. All right, the second step, attainability. And the question around this is, is it manageable in terms of your time, your energy, and your focus so that you can continue to work towards your powerful business goal or whatever it is that you're working towards. So again, remember, we've only got a finite amount of time. We've only got a finite amount of energy. And for those of you who followed me for a little while, you'll know that I am an introvert. So I have to manage my energy very, very carefully. So if I spend a lot of time networking and being in, in the, amongst you know other human beings, that can wear me out. So I need to be very, very careful about how uh, I manage my time in terms of how many networking events that I go to? Do I give myself space and grace to be able to just rest and, and in my own thoughts so that, you know, my creativity can continue to be refreshed and then I can continue my energy. So, you know, you've only got a number of finite time too. And if you're anything like me, you will often miscalculate how long it will take to do something. So if that is sounds like you, then I really encourage you not to take on any other projects, but the ones that you're working towards, the steps that you need to take to get you towards that 30 day goal or that 90 day goal, whatever it is. So be mindful of this. By the way, I'll be sharing, you know, some different examples throughout this because I created, as I said, this distraction buster blueprint for me because I can distract myself no one else needs to, to get in there with their stuff. I can distract myself all on my own. All right. So the third step is credibility. And the question around this is, will it help you to build credibility within your industry? This is really important because remember I said to you that example where I wanted to position myself as that go-to person, that personal branding strategist that would help you get noticed, get hired, get paid what you're worth. And then all of a sudden I'm talking about social media and I wasn't able at that time to create an overarching message that tied to my core message so that the credibility that I was building was not in the area of a personal branding strategist that would help someone get noticed, hired and paid what they're worth, but rather social media. And so it was that example I was wearing my message too thin. So again, you know, the credibility could be if someone asks you to speak or go on a podcast. Yes, it might be, you know, visibility. Like I was getting visibility in that speaking opportunity and those speaking opportunities, but it wasn't bolstering my reputation as an authority in the industry and in the area that I wanted to become known as that authority. So be mindful of, you know, the opportunities that you um, take on board, because is it continuing to build your authority as a credible expert or as a credible thought leader in that one thing that you want to become known for? And if the answer is no, 
then I highly recommend you reconsider saying no or not yet, particularly if you're still in the process of building your reputation as that thought leader. So the fourth step is visibility. And the key question around this is, will it enable you to get out in front of your ideal audience who are your ideal clients? Now, in this instance, it is, you know, the audience that I'm speaking to or getting in front of or the networking groups that I am attending, are my ideal clients within those groups or are the people that I'm networking with and building relationships with, do they have access? Are they uh, circles of influence that also move in, in the areas or have databases and communities who are my ideal clients. So what you're doing is you're establishing potential relationships with people who could become an alliance partner or who could become a referral partner or who could come on your podcast as a guest expert because when they share that with their community, the community that follows them and has no like and trust will automatically hear about you because of the fact that you're the great host and you've got a consistent message that continues to add value to that audience. So when they listen to that person who's your guest and they've already got that trust factor with them, they get to know you and get to know and trust you. So when you do a call to action at the end of your podcast, for those people who have been intrigued and want to find out more, they're more likely then to want to listen, subscribe and follow you. I hope that makes sense. So visibility, will that enable you to get in front of your ideal audience? Now for me, I may have to make some key decisions. Again, as I mentioned, I'm an introvert, so I need to be so careful about how often I people. And sometimes at the end of the day, I'll just say to my husband, too much peopling today. And um, my family knows, okay, mum's not going to be very talkative today, or I, you know, do the hand signals or so. Anyway, so some of the key decisions that I needed to make was some of the networking groups that I went to and really enjoyed meeting with people. They, I knew that they were more friendships so that I could see those people outside of work anyway. Um, so I made some strategic decisions to say no to some networking opportunities and yes to others because I knew that um, you know these other networking groups was far more aligned with the, the pathway that I wanted to achieve and the outcome that I wanted to achieve and, and my thought leadership and, and all of that. So for some of you, maybe some of the things that you're doing and attending and saying yes to are not really positioning you to become visible to an audience or opportunities that you need to drive you in the right direction towards the goal and where you want to build that thought leadership. So be mindful about that. The next step, which is step five, is profitability. And the question around this is, will it deliver a solid return either monetarily or in exposure to justify your time and energy? Now, building exposure to your ideal clients, even if you're not paid, is an incredible opportunity. So just be mindful of that. You know, sometimes there's speaking opportunities where if you are a paid speaker or you are a keynote and you are not going to get paid for this opportunity, but you know there are some key decision makers who are going to be in that audience that you can then continue to nurture those relationships and get you in front of their audience who you know are ideal clients. Or you want to make a really good impression with a number of key stakeholders who you know are going to be in that audience, yet you're not getting paid. The benefit is the establishment of that relationship. So it doesn't matter if you're not paid. 
But again, you know, if you are taking on something that you're not going to get, you know, returns either through exposure or, you know, monetary getting paid for what you're worth, then you need to consider that. And of course, there are going to be a caveat that there may be a give back that you love to give towards communities or areas of importance to you. I remember when I was in the the career industry, there was a professional association that I was a member of that required of us to maintain a certain level of um, certification that we had to give back as a pro bono to the community, whether we gave a training, whether we, you know, went and did a a speaking engagement or whatever, uh, coached someone, but we did that on a pro bono basis. We gave back to the community. So there was this real spirit of give back as part of maintaining that certification. And in that instance, then, if that's your give back, that's fantastic. And be mindful, though, that your give back doesn't become, you know, that 80-20 rule. If your give back is 80% of your time and the income generating, you know, profitability tasks that you're doing, that the income generating task is only 20% and you want to build a thriving, profitable business, I really encourage you to revisit your business model. Now, if that's something that you do with intention, then just continue on. Keep doing what you're doing. All right. The sixth step is leverageability. And the question around that is, can you use it in other ways to achieve your powerful business goal, but more rapidly? Now, what I mean by that is maybe there is an opportunity or something that you can participate in that will allow you to fast track and even bypass some of the steps that you need to take to get you towards your powerful, bold goal. I mean, there may be some speaking opportunities. There may be an article that you write. There may be uh, an opportunity for you to to speak. For instance, I just a couple of uh, things that just come up for me. Opportunities that came out of the blue and that I've decided to say yes to. One of them is an interview that and this was just this week an interview with a local radio station and i was able to talk about podcasting and of course when that launches people will then go to my website and then find out about the intensive and other you know services that i have around podcasting profitable podcasting helping people go from invisible to influential with a podcast um so that was one opportunity that i said yes to a second opportunity was when someone reached out to me again this is all just this week three opportunities that i said yes to but they um, were in alignment with where my goals are, which is the intensive, and it's going to fast track that because I'm tapping into someone else's audience. Does that make sense? Because that other person's audience may very well be my ideal client who is sitting there thinking, I just want to start a thought leader podcast. I really want to build my reach and visibility and start a podcast, but I don't know where to start. Well, guess what? This is what this intensive will do. So, you know, so the second opportunity was being interviewed by a magazine who have got my entire, you know, their entire database is businesses, women in business who are looking to make a bigger impact in the world. So of course I said yes, and I'm actually going to spend a bit of time this afternoon to get back um, the content for their publication. And the third opportunity is one where one of my colleagues is doing an in-person event. That's not till next week. So that particular opportunity is going to align with 
a next goal that I have because once the intensive is finished then I've you know I've planned out the next 12 15 months so you know the opportunities just three of them that came across my desk went through this particular step because I do everything I don't teach you anything that I'm not doing myself so those things these steps have really helped me come to a conclusion to say yes now there was another opportunity that came to me from an interview that I did that one of that interview and I'm talking about this week and they asked if I wanted to do an ongoing collaboration and at the moment I've decided it's not the best use of my time that may change down the track but at the moment I've parked that opportunity it's not something that I will follow up and again I came to that conclusion because I've gone through these steps so this works really encourage you to continue you know working this plan working through the steps asking yourself these questions so you can get a real clarity around that now the last step pleasurability and the question around this is do you feel inspired and motivated to see it through to completion if this is not a heck yes then it is a heck no <laughs> you know if you think about this opportunity do you feel oh something else I have to do now is that because there's a heavy energy and you normally you would really enjoy doing that but you've got so much on your plate there's just no possible way that you could take on any other projects or opportunities then I would encourage you to say no to that and park that for another opportunity or another time so you might say something like you know this is such a great opportunity and normally I would jump at this chance to do that I would love to do that however at the moment there's a number of key things that I need to complete and you can say something like this to them as well whatever I put my my signature to or whatever I say yes to I want to ensure that I give it a hundred and ten percent hundred and twenty percent saying yes to you I would want to make sure that I would have that level of commitment too so at the moment I'm just gonna to have to say no and if this opportunity is one that you can wait for 30 days or, or wait for a couple of months then I, I'd love to say yes then but right at this particular time I can't because I'm not going to be able to give 110% to that so I hope you understand so saying something like that can then th there's so many valuable golden nuggets even for the person who's asking you to to you know collaborate on this opportunity because of the fact that you know it, it shows that you work within a level of integrity where you've thought about it you would love to do that but you can't commit to it at the moment because you know you're not going to give your ultimate attention to ensuring that this is a you know great outcome a great win-win for both parties now someone said that to me and I was inviting them to collaborate with me and they said something like that I know that I would say you know what that has just given that person another big tick to say yes you are someone that I'm willing to wait for so yeah I'd be happy to wait let's park this let's put it in our calendars let's pencil in to reconnect at this particular date so that we can uh, start discussions around that or maybe even say that if you're happy to wait let's pencil in a time that we can connect and talk about that so that that opportunity is one that's a yes but not yet all right so pleasurability you know and if it's something that you you really don't want to do you don't like and you know it's a, a more of a longer term project then don't say yes to it if it's not a you know heck yes then it's a, a heck no 
and with any collaborations or opportunities if you're you know if it's something that you're not excited about and it doesn't align with your powerful bold goal or your purpose your vision your mission and your core values then it's definitely not something that you know i would do now it's different if it's an opportunity that would get you in front of your ideal clients and it's a yes 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 but has you feeling a little bit anxious or nervous or fearful like speaking on stage or saying yes to that podcast interview because it's also video and not just audio now if you're feeling a little bit anxious then hmm, I'm going to encourage you to say yes and then freak out later that's what I often do because I know that if I sit in my stuckness and I start you know the inner critic all of the reasons and things that could go wrong I'm going to talk myself out of it so say yes first of all of the things that you've just asked yourself all of the steps is a yes and then you get down to pleasurability and you think oh I can't really tick that because it's going to freak me out well guess what Half of the things that I do freak me out too. But you know what? You give yourself permission to show up as you are, do the best that you can be. And often everyone loves what you do because we set our bar so high, our standards so high, our expectations so high that we set ourselves up to fail. And we don't want to do that. So if it's something around fear or imposter syndrome or you know any of the other things of self-belief where you're lacking a bit of that confidence but you know it's an opportunity that is really going to accelerate your success and get you out there on the platform speaking in front of your ideal clients being seen as that thought leader then say yes and then freak out later quietly you'll be good you'll be fine so anyway so when you go through all of that if you've answered yes to all of the questions that this could be a worthwhile opportunity but if there are crosses next to either of those, then I would highly recommend you don't do that because it's a distraction. So there you go. This is something that I said that's been so helpful for me and I know it's going to be so helpful for you. So let me know what ahas have you had and what are you going to get into action in the next 24 hours to get into action to start to review these opportunities that are on your desk whether they're going to align you to your bold goal and align you to your vision and your mission, or if it is a distraction, let me know. Go to annemariecross.com forward slash review. And to download the blueprint, the distraction buster blueprint, go to annemariecross.com forward slash 22. I'll see you next week in the next episode. Bye for now. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Want to learn how to leverage your expertise, monetize your message, while become known as an authority in your field? Access our free industry thought leader podcast series to show you how at www.annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series. That's annemariecross.com forward slash podcast series.